Hi, everyone. Um, hello, welcome to our Into podcast. My name is Isabel, and I'm here today with Emily Spullion, who's an architecture teacher at Into Newcastle, and Heath Sangvi, who's an ex-Into student, and I'm also an ex-Into student for architecture, and we're here today to talk about a myth that I think a lot of students have, which is, do you really have to be a good drawer to study architecture? Do you really have to know math? So we're here to break this myth and tell you based on our experiences. Thank you so much so, for having us here. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining. Emily, do you want to introduce yourself very briefly? Yeah, I can do. I think you kind of covered it. Um, I teach or lead the International Year One um, pathway at into Newcastle. Um, for architecture, I also run my own practice on the side. Um, so yeah, you kind of covered it. <laughs> so Heath, do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, sure. So I am Heath Sangvi. I have uh, studied foundation in architecture at uh, Indian Newcastle University. And yeah, it was a great experience. What, what were you thinking before you applied to architecture? Did you ever have these thoughts that you had to be a good drawer or not? Uh, well, well, for me, um, I guess I... I had a few skills, uh, you know, I, I was a keen drawer since my childhood. And um, uh, what I really think is that uh, you don't uh, require you know, drawing skills to, you know, study architecture. You know, over time, they, they will eventually develop once you start into start studying architecture. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like uh, architecture is just like, you know, putting buildings together. And drawing uh, is just like a you know tool. And uh, nowadays uh, we have softwares like we have CAD softwares or uh, let's say Revit or AutoCAD through which you know you can eventually develop your uh, architectural you know plans or yeah XYZ. So I feel uh, for uh, you know it's not necessary to have drawing skills, but yeah, you will develop them once you get into the architectural school. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that, Emily? You from like the teacher side, do you think that it's important for students to be able to yeah. draw? Or I think I would agree with what Heat has said. Using uh, sorry, that drawing is a tool that you can use in architecture, but it's not necessarily the only tool that you need. <laughs> it helps if you can draw. It's one form of communication, but there's so many others, and often when students first start. Um, from my experience on year one anyway, because obviously that's your first experience coming into architecture. And we've just spoke a bit about, about this before, about how architecture is a new subject for everybody studying it at that level. Like it's not something that you do a bit at school and then you kind of have an idea of it. Oftentimes students have no idea what they've actually got themselves into. Um, and you're, it takes a while, years even to work out what tools are right for you and sometimes people prefer drawing sometimes people prefer making models or using CAD softwares it just depends on how you like to work and that can change also from project to project but then what he'd said as well about it is true that the more you do it the better you'll get at it so it is a handy tool to practice but it's not necessarily you don't have to be a good drawer yeah, I, I think I, I would agree with you. Like at first, like I personally think that my drawing skills aren't like the best ones even. I think they've developed, um, I've gotten better at them. But I think I think that I found like better ways to, 
like to even express my projects. I remember that I like I really enjoy painting and all that. I don't know if you remember Emily, but I yeah. remember um one of my projects I was doing like this model and then I just decided to like started adding color and paint and all that. And I think that that's like the medium that I found the most successful in order to express my projects. And then obviously on other projects I've, I've had to draw and, and all that, but I think it's it's a matter of really finding what fits you best and how you, what you feel most comfortable working. So I think that, yeah, but I don't know why there's this misconception that architecture is just like drawing, drawing, drawing. I mean, it's not, it's way more than that. Yeah, there, there is something about being able to draw and, mm. and or, well, not necessarily, because I think that kind of goes against what I'm saying. So using your hands like manually to mm. physically make something or produce something, whether it's painting or making a model or drawing or whatever it is, um, there's something through the physical act of doing that is different than yeah. drawing something on the computer. So, so. I think as long as you're kind of willing to explore those things, that's more important that, to me as a teacher than being able to draw. Yeah, I think it's like, especially in the first years of architecture, it's really important to, to really test what, em what Emily was saying, like all the things doing with your hands. I think you, you really understand things differently, like from either it's drawing or cutting car cardboard or all that, or even like, um, doing things with concrete or with metal or with wood I think you even understand the material better if you touch it rather than just like putting a texture on the computer on SketchUp I think it's it's like you really get this sense and this is something that um I think it's really it's really good like at our university like we have the opportunity to really test materials and go out for walks and touch buildings and that's something that's been really helpful I think like for, for students, it's important to know that they will be doing a lot of handwork, but then, then that helps you, I think, to translate to the computer um, way easier as well. Like, mm -hmm. Once you know how to draw by hand or at least understand how to draw a plan by hand, it's way easier to do it, like then move on to AutoCAD or once you know how to do a model, then you know how to do a model in SketchUp. You kind of think it's like the basics to be able to do things manually and then move on to the computer. Yeah, that's actually a good point because, as you'll both know, there's so many different stages of the design process that you go mm -hmm. through before you end up with having any form of building or whatever it is that your design project is. Um, and so different tools are needed at different stages. <laughs> um, and I think also what maybe students don't realise in the beginning as well, and I have to admit, when I was a student in the early days, like, it seems silly say, when you said out loud, it seems obvious, but I didn't realize it, but you can use your experiences and the knowledge and skills that you have from school or whatever you've done previously, mm -hmm. and you can apply those to architecture. It just might be a different kind of output, but you use the same skills. I just didn't realize that. <laughs> so where I had um, experience with like even textiles or like using a sewing machine, I could have used that. I just didn't know that. Um, mm -hmm. So... I guess that's another thing to be aware of. You might have some form of creative skill that you can apply that maybe you're not, you're maybe a bit too shy to explore with it initially, but working out what your personal, I suppose your personal interest is as well, because it has to be enjoy, 
like enjoyable there's no point in forcing yourself to keep trying to draw or to do something that you see other people doing if that's not what you're comfortable doing or if that's not what you enjoy doing and sometimes even if people might go well I don't really see how that makes sense it doesn't matter as long as you're testing something you come to some sort of conclusion (laughs) yeah and and, um I think that um there's also like this like there's there's this misconception of architecture that, that it's like a very technical career and that's why maybe a lot of students think like I need to know how to draw I need to know how to cut perfect models and all that but I think that architecture is way more about what you were saying just being creative and testing different skills that you might have and knowing how to bring those into architecture and into a building and I think that the more you're able to like combine things and understand like human perspectives and then materials and all that I think like the most more interesting and more like complex that your project is going to be in the end yeah it's just a matter of like also treating architecture as a creative career and not like um just like a technical one yeah that's like a very big one yeah that's really interesting that you say that as well actually and I suppose for us as teachers the other thing that we try to be aware of is where so each student will have their own individual kind of interest mm-hmm. or their what they're good at or their kind of special speciality, I suppose, even if they don't know that that's what it is. And some students are just naturally more technically minded. So they prefer the mm-hmm. actual much more kind of refined drawings of how buildings go together and that side of it. Whereas some students are much better at the earlier stuff where it's about concepts and ideas and just communicating things through something physical or visual. Um, and you might not necessarily be good at all those things and that doesn't really matter and I think that's one good thing about architecture as you say it is a creative career um, and also it's what's the word Um, it kind of opens up lots of doors if you Mm -hmm. study architecture because it gives you a good base of skills that you can apply to so many other creative industries so I've had friends leave architecture and go into graphic design, interior design, some of them actually furniture makers, so much more physical um, things. So it kind of puts you in good um, stead for that, I suppose, that whatever your skills are, whether it's drawing or whatever it is, you can kind of mold your own path. <laughs> it's it's flexible enough to allow you to do that. Yeah, true. I mean, uh... Uh, architecture as in you you should be you, know, you should be flexible enough mm-hmm. uh, if you if you're going to study architecture you know you cannot just focus on one particular point and say that yeah this is this is my area of expertise so you can't you can't just deal with that you know you should you know, there, there's something known as freedom in architecture you, you know you should be freely able to you know visualize things capture things travel enough and you know uh, get all that knowledge into one place one uh, one sheet and then you know just uh, make our structure this yeah. is this is just like a process it's not it's not technical it's like it's just like a process and you should be creative of course you should you should have that creative mind and uh, you should enjoy this feel you know it, you shouldn't be like uh i am i'm just doing for the heck of it i am i just i just don't want to mm-hmm. do it but yeah i i have to do it it, it shouldn't be that case mm-hmm. i think that's a good yeah. that's a good point heat because and I do usually comment on this. I don't know if you remember, Isabel, when you're on the first lecture. Like if you cho- if you wanted to choose a subject that's easy <laughs> and you don't need to try hard, architecture is not the one for you. <laughs> but if you have a genuine interest in architecture or 
in any part of the architectural kind of process, um, then I think that's that's important because if you're if you kind kind of can't get inspiration from any part of it, it's really hard. Yeah, you don't want to do any of it, whether you've got the skills or not. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good point. It's a long road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think that that's like the most important part, what you're both saying, like being able to find this passion or this inspiration in, in the process, because it's it's quite long to develop like a, an architectural, like final result. But um, like the process itself, it's really nice, like be able to test and look at precedents and travel and see things and then bring all that together. I think that that's like the most important part. And in that sense, you don't need to be like a great drawer or a great anything you just need to be able to like enjoy what you're doing and be able to express that and transmit it and mm -hmm. eventually you'll find a way to like communicate your project so mm -hmm. that's what that's what uh, the main point is you know you shouldn't it, it's not like you have to be a good drawer but you should be able to communicate your ideas that's that's what is important in architecture i would say yeah i'd agree completely <laughs> Yeah, is there anything else, Emily, that you'd like to add up um, before we, we finish this very interesting conversation? And I suppose the only thing, I'm trying to think what is more important than being able to draw, because <laughs> we're kind of saying that's one thing that you don't necessarily need. There's lots of other ways, but one thing that maybe you, you would need is to, the ability to, well, he's mentioned a few things about being able to come up with ideas by being able to take inspiration from things by having some form of enjoyment of architecture or mm -hmm. what what your your idea of architecture is but also I think one of the most important things and you probably will remember this as well because I bang on about it all the time but is being able to think critically about things and being able to also receive criticism positive criticism or helpful criticism rather than mm. you know when we when we do crits and we give suggestions about things that maybe don't work or things that need more exploration it's not to try and you know break it down <laughs> or be negative or tell you things you don't know it's all about a journey of learning and even as a qualified architect there's still so much stuff that I don't know and I'll show people things that I've designed and say, what do you think of this? And they'll point something out straight away. And I go, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that because you get so too involved with it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that ability to be able to critically reflect on things. And it's it is it's really hard because it's your personal ideas. And there's nothing more terrifying than telling people an idea that you've had in your head for them to go. That's rubbish. <laughs> But if you can find it within yourself to, to want to share your ideas and to be able to have conversations with people and discussions about what's good, what isn't good, what you could do next, that's probably more important than, than any skill, physical skill. That yeah, I think that's a really good way like to, to summarize everything. And really, it's, really, it's been really interesting, guys. Thank you for, um, for taking part in this conversation. Um, I think we're... we're we, we're gonna be able to clarify a lot of things for, for potential students, which is which is great. So yeah, <laughs> thanks again, Emily. Thanks for joining. That's okay. Um, thanks as well. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll meet another time to have another discussion. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.